an expectation hangover, the unwanted, troublesome thoughts, feelings, and responses that you experience when things don't turn out as you believe they should have or had hoped for. And maybe they did, but it wasn't as fulfilling as you anticipated. An expectation hangover can also be when something unexpected happens that conflicts with your plan or desires, and you're unable to meet your personal or professional goals. That's disappointing, for sure. It might also feel devastating. So where do you go from there? Well, let's dive in into episode number 36, so you can leave with some tips on how to keep moving forward in the best way possible. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free, yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself, and let's dive in. When is the last time that you felt disappointed? Disappointed with yourself? others, or an outcome. Emotions rarely are isolated. We might isolate ourselves or check out, but the emotions are still there, and they'll eventually bubble up with some added bite. Often disappointment is accompanied by sadness, regret, anger, frustration, shame, blame, and more. We're all different, so everyone will have their own response that usually patterns back to past experiences. That is, unless we've been intentional in changing that pattern response because we don't like the result it produces. A great example of the power of doing the work for self-awareness and personal development. Can you think of a scenario of when you experienced an expectation hangover? Bringing one to the forefront of your mind will be helpful in applying today's discussion. That way you're not simply consuming information. You can apply it to bring about a shift. And if disappointment isn't the way you would describe your emotion linked to that expectation hangover, just choose one that is. Maybe you've experienced downsizing in your company over the past few years. Maybe you didn't get the job you applied for. Maybe you're realizing that we're past the halfway point of this year, and even though you've made various attempts that lasted a while, you're still not at your six months goal. Maybe you're feeling burnt out from trying so hard and wishing there was an easier way, but you feel like you've tried it all. And by the way, there is. Maybe not easy, but simpler for sure. Maybe it's a change in your relationship status or quality in your long-term relationship. Whatever it is, it's normal to feel a myriad of emotions with any unmet expectations. It simply doesn't feel good. I love the term expectation hangover. I learned it at an amazing four-day life coaching conference in California a few years ago from Christine Hassler. It's something I believe we can all relate to. Do you notice that when you think you should have achieved something and yet you don't, you make it mean all kind of things about you and life? Or maybe that's just my default mode. Let me know if I'm alone here or not. We then bring up all of the shoulds, I should have, or they should have. 
These do-do thoughts are not serving you, my friend. Feel them, but learn how to sit with them and then process them so you can let them go. That's the only way you can move forward in an empowering way. Hanging on to them and letting them create your identity will weigh you down and keep you from the next amazing opportunity. Yes, you may have legit reasons to feel like a victim. Know that I'm sharing this topic with you as I've had evidence to be categorized as a victim as well. I could have justified a lot of reasons to stay stuck in my expectation hangover, but that would be choosing to add more suffering to my suffering. Once I realized that, once it was shown to me that that's not supportive. So while it can feel true, and while it's an option, I don't recommend it. You're worth more than that. Let me tell you, I've done what I just mentioned multiple times. Looked at the facts as objectively as possible, identified what I was thinking and feeling, and reached out for help in learning how to process them, as I didn't want the unresolved and overwhelming emotions to affect my future. I was especially concerned about guarding and maintaining my health, which is my top value after God. Staying as a victim would also be giving my power away to someone else. So I continued to invest in coaching, even when I went into a scarcity, fear-based mindset. And I'm so glad that I did. I've only been sick for three days when COVID finally found me. And other than that, I've been healthy and strong over these seven and a half years of dealing with this expectation hangover. Okay, so what's next after allowing and processing? Surrender. Consider, what if this is happening for you instead of to you? Or you could ask, how could this be actually in my favor? That is a key step in keeping you out of the default victim mentality. I considered quotes like these, when one door closes, another door opens, Alexander Graham Bell, and When God closes a door, he opens a window, but it's up to you to find it. Marissa B. And in hindsight, think, is there a door you're thankful that you didn't walk through? Or maybe you're glad a door remained shut? I remember when I had my biggest expectation hangover, the end of a marriage that I believed would be a forever commitment. One of my girlfriends blew me away when she said, I'm so excited for you. I remember looking at her in disbelief, thinking, are you freaking for real? Seriously. We laugh about it now, but she was just a year or so ahead of me. It took a lot of time and coaching to process and find the learning in this expectation hangover that was different than any grief I had experienced or have experienced since. Not even the death of my dad compared. I guess it's because my dad's death, as sad as it was, was also a beautiful grief. Whereas this kind, I describe as a dirty, messy grief. Another friend encouraged me with these words. God knew Clarenda that that was the only reason you would have let it go. I knew she was right. I grew so much through these expectation hangovers, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. The resilience, compassion, determination, growth mindset, loving boundaries I had to set, forgiveness, and faith that grew Well, let me say that I can actually say now that I am thankful for all of it. Who knew? I certainly didn't. It has made my coaching ability stronger, clearer, and more effective in helping you with any obstacle you face. I can hold space in a loving, compassionate, non-judgmental way while lovingly calling you in 
I say in, not out, to a higher level of thinking and processing. I know what it's like to be at effect in that victim mentality. I know how uncomfortable it feels at first to come to cause and take charge of my thoughts and feelings and then get back into empowered action. Maybe COVID changes to your circumstance created an expectation hangover for you. It did for me when retreats and in-person workshops, fitness classes, one-on-one in-person coaching came to a halt. But because of the past skills I had developed from the marriage breakup, I was able to get out of overwhelm and frustration quicker. I used that time to pivot my business to online. Now, I love having online coaching sessions. Clients are comfortable sharing from their safe, comfortable place. The online Feel Light Mind and Body coaching program has been able to help women in different time zones and countries. Had I stayed stuck and felt sorry for myself, so many women wouldn't be feeling the freedom that they feel now. If you keep looking at the closed door, you will miss seeing the door or doors that are opening for you. What if you could allow the emotions, the ones you've been avoiding because you're afraid they'll lead you down a deep, dark hole? What if you could not only allow them, but process them in a compassionate and safe feeling way? Do you think it would help you feel lighter? If we keep resisting and looking at all of the negatives, that is what we'll continue to see. It's what you are purposefully bringing into your sphere of awareness. And then it's like when you buy what you think is a unique color of vehicle, let's say gold, and you suddenly see it everywhere. Another point to consider is, what if you had to fail or give up on something that felt too hard in order to lead you to what is better for you in the long run? What if you could start believing that it's possible to receive something you've only dreamt was possible? I am receiving that now, and it feels amazing. And it doesn't have to be a big event that gives you a hangover feeling. Barb, a Feel Light Mind and Body member, posted this after watching last week's coaching replay and then reading a post where we talked about expectation hangovers. She answered these four questions, and I invite you to do the same. One, what is the last expectation hangover you've had? Two, how did you handle it? Just be real. Three, how did you nurture yourself or did you? Four, what will you do differently the next time? I love using real life examples. So with permission, as always, here's Barb's reply. Um, my weekend was spent in expectation hangover. I had expected to spend time on my vacation on my self-care, getting up early to walk the beach, time to meditate, read and reflect. I came home on Friday disappointed in myself, she put in brackets, even though I had a wonderful trip, that I had not made the time for personal growth in my self-care practices. Until I read this post, I really couldn't describe what I was feeling or what I had experienced. How did I handle it? Well, I'm glad to say that I did not go to the all or nothing thinking and start eating and drinking. So internally, the tools are starting to take hold. She's referring to the tools she's learned in the course. But I was feeling very overwhelmed and felt I was behind in all of the reading and listening I wanted to do, so I did nothing. How did I nurture myself? I did activities that made me feel good, but were not destructive to my end goal. And I'll add in, that's a change for her, a great change. I read trash novels, 
no personal development stuff, cleaned my house, watched a new series with my hubby, and spent time hanging out by the pool. I have slowly came out of the hangover and this morning put a plan in place for my self-help. As always, Clorinda, your posts are timely. Thank you. You are so welcome, Barb. And by her sharing, she's encouraging others to assess what they're experiencing in order to intentionally move forward in a nurturing way. Do any of the examples I've shared feel familiar to you? One of the many benefits of group coaching is realizing you're not the only one who can't seem to either, and I'm going to use the words from my clients, get my together or keep it together after the initial motivation. I encourage you not to try to navigate this alone. It would have taken me a lot longer to heal and stay future focused without the support from an expert life coach. Looking in the rearview mirror happened less and less. The main reason we should look to our past is to find the learning, and then it's a gift we give to ourselves to invest in a healthier, lighter, and more peaceful future. Our hearts, minds, and bodies are begging us to. Nothing can trump our health, happiness, and peace of mind. Without it, it's very hard to navigate even the necessities of life, and it definitely impacts how we show up in this world. No matter what your expectation hangover is, I can help you get over it faster and in a way that feels so much better. When you're going through the frustrating or maybe simply the challenging stuff, it's so valuable to have a coach who can give you perspective, wisdom, and is 100% supporting you as you enjoy a life you can love while you reach your goals. Having that weekly session will jumpstart your belief in what is possible for you now and in the future. That reset happens with every session. It feels like a warm hug from a friend. But as a coach, my goal is not just to love on you, but also to help you create any result that you want. I'm going to leave you with one simple action step. If you want to change something, whether that's how you feel or what you would love to have success in, then book your free one-on-one session with me. We'll talk about these three things and anything else that comes up. First, what isn't working right now? And two, why do you think it isn't? And three, what is the very next step you can take today to get the support or motivation you need? Whether that's working together or not, I'll help you come to a decision that you can feel good about. Staying in indecision isn't fun. I've been there. How much longer do you want to feel restless, sad, frustrated, or wishing you felt more comfortable or confident? As I said to one beautiful person, do you still want to be having the same conversation a year from now? There's a time to draw a line in the sand and say, today, I'm taking a step to support me now and in my future. Maybe it's not the right time for you. That happens. I said no to an amazing opportunity that I wanted to say yes to last January, but I had what I believe was legit and responsible reasons to say no, as it's a big investment of time and money. But I also promised myself that when it's offered again this January, I will say yes. I am committed to honoring that promise to myself. I'll be curious to know if I will have wished I found a way to have done it earlier, but my brain and body both were saying no. So I trusted it, but only after I had a coaching session to gain perspective and to help me clean up my own thinking in order to make a decision that felt right to me. So no worries about any pressure on a free consult or any consult. 
I get it. However, I'll coach you through making the next loving decision for your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical help as they're all intertwined. The magic happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. It's so much fun to be part of the growth as you become lighter in mind and body. You can click on the link in the description and choose a time that works best for you. You don't have to do any prep work unless you want to think about the three questions I mentioned. We will walk through them together, and even in doing that and feeling heard and seen, you'll leave feeling lighter than when we started. It's always the way it is, and why I also find joy in connecting and empowering you from a place of love and perspective. Let me say, I can't wait to see your name appear on my calendar. I thought I could make this episode shorter since last week's How Not to Quit Three Feet from Gold was longer. It was longer because I shared half of the coaching session with Wanda and have since received a lot of great feedback on how helpful it was. So if you want to feel for what it feels like to be coached, then check the previous episode, number 35, below this one, and enjoy. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.